Welcome to Go Meet, a wrestling podcast. We're going to be speaking of, I'm here with Jared, Jared, New Japan, Jared, AEW, Jared. Terminus, Jared? No, maybe, no. Invictus. Invictus. Jared. Why do you keep getting that wrong? I don't know. It's, you watched it's a soccer thing. movie one time. One time. <laughs> it changed me forever. It's it's tremendous. Okay. Quick quick line of business. Check out our friends at the Daily Smart One Stop Shop for Wrestling. It's an app. Get it on your phone. You get articles constantly. If you want to know what's going on in the wrestling world daily, there is a calendar for that. If you want to listen to our podcast or any of a number of fantastic podcasts that is in their section, they have videos from each wrestling company. It's a cool spot to be at. Check out our friends at The Gin Project. The, the G-I-N-N Project.com. We did that backwards that time. Okay. Also, check us out at any of the Spotify's iHeartRadio app on your iPhone, Bullhorn. Like I said, you can find us at the Daily Smart. Check us out any of those places. Give us as many stars as you're allowed. And we're getting into indie wrestling today. The state of indie wrestling. We're coming out of a pan. Well, I, I, I worry to say we're coming out of a pandemic, but we are attempting to function in a way in which people can have fun again Shows out of a pandemic. Up. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I think that. Indie wrestling took a huge hit during that time, people, of course. But now, all of the sudden, there was an infrastructure being built in place pre-pandemic, where all of a sudden you had YouTube, where these companies could put highlights and matches on. Everybody now has a podcast. Like, not just it's not just me and you anymore. Okay, no, it, believe it or not, there are more podcasts out there. Daily. Every pro wrestler has his own podcast, which is great. You know, the more voices, the better. Pick one out you like. Pick several out you like. You get to hear different aspects of the things that you enjoy. But also that allows them to advertise for their shows. You have Fight TV, which is now allowing uh, – Do we? here's the real question. Are MLW and or Impact indie wrestling? No. Uh, MLW I consider to be indie wrestling, but not Impact. GCW. Andy, for sure. Okay. 100% Andy. So we're going to say that the companies that are not indie wrestling are WWE, New Japan, AEW, Impact. Impact. Correct? And a bunch of other Japanese companies, but that's... Stardom. Splitting hairs at a certain point. Stardom, Noah, okay, that kind of thing. Let's get into... The first part of it, which is we did watch a couple of indie shows. Mm Mm-hmm. You and I watched Grisham's, what's the Ter- real name Terminus. of it? Terminus yes. show. He's starting his own brand that's in the same city as NWA. Atlanta is a city pretty famous for wrestling as we had WCW from the CNN building for years. What did you think of the show? What did you think of the concept? I think the concept is stellar. I think something that is a more pared down version of wrestling is wonderful. Yes. As for the actual product, I feel like it did not quite live up to the expectations I had for it. Right. I felt like a lot of the matches weren't standing out from a match I would see on a Dynamite, if that makes sense. Like, they weren't necessarily bad matches, and I thought a lot of the people in them looked pretty good. Uh, there was some great talent on this show. Daniel Garcia, Lee Moriarty, Jordan Grace, Kira Hogan. Like, there, there's wealth of talent on there. They had pretty good matches, but it wasn't... It didn't stand out to me in the way that like the Ring of Honor Pure Rules Tournament matches did, which is what I was kind of wanting and expecting. And I believe the final match with Grisham and Alexander 
was pure rules. Pure rules, right? And, and that's that what he does when he wrestles. Best match of the night, in my opinion. Right. The finish was weird, you said? Uh, it was a double pin. Just odd to have that happen. Okay. I thought another finish I thought was interesting and spot on. Was I thought it was had, good. We had a match with Moose and Mike Bennett. As we've as we've had, and we're going to get into this a little bit deeper in a little bit, but we had Moose, Mike Bennett, and Moose doesn't pay attention to the rules, therefore he's disqualified. He's your impact champion. Moose's character would not pay attention to rules. Why would he care? It's His belt's not on the line. Yeah. What does he care? It worked. Matt Taven, who is an invader of impact with Michael Bennett in this new faction, does commentary for that thing. It was interesting in that, obviously, Grisham has a relationship with Jordani Grace, and that was about half of your roster for this pay-per-view. Right? Yeah. Impact, which is where she works. A lot of those people came down and worked it. Garcia came in from AEW and worked it. And then you had other folks. So it'll be interesting to see how he builds a roster with so many people. That's another thing about the indie scene right now. Let's wait on that one second. Yeah. Then we watched the other show, the GCW show, which was a more classic indie wrestling show. What did you think about that? I did not like the event overall, honestly. Really? I, w- I thought it was not a very good showing for GCW. Okay. Um, though I totally, I think it's so cool that they, they got to Hammerstein and they ran an event there. I think it's and so cool. it was cool. fairly full? Yeah, absolutely. It worked. There's a lot of GCW tryhards. Yeah. yeah tryhards, yeah. excuse me. Tryhards, that hurts. Felt like you were shooting right there. I, that was a, a, a Freudian slip. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, GCW diehards is, is what I meant to say. Right. Yeah, I mean, you, the crowd's always. Now, we had Mox there. A lot of You had a lot of talent from different places as well oh, in yeah, there, absolutely. along with what I would believe is their talent. I don't know their roster great. Mox had a good match. Uh, we had Jeff Jarrett. From GC from GFW Global Force Wrestling, yes, Global Force. And okay, so then you have he <laughs> Jeff has Jarrett a was match. my favorite part of the show. I'm not even gonna lie; I thought Jeff Jarrett was my favorite part. Really? Yeah, that is. I think true. him coming out in in like the the dark cowboy gimmick with like the ominous version of his theme. I thought it was legit, not even joking. Unironically, very cool. You said something to me about the Matt Cardona match. Ruby Soho was there as well. She had a match. They had not worked together previously. I don't. I don't think it wasn't. It wasn't. Great. Uh, it was uh, awful. Okay. <laughs> I, I try not to be overly negative. Right. Okay. I, I just don't think it was very good match. All right. Um, but let's move into matchup we had with Matt Cardonia, Joey Janela. Cardonia had won the GCW title, I believe, fairly famously in a blood fest. Dude, his heel work is so good. I thought that was the one of the stars of the show was Matt Cardona, really. Right. But the match itself turned into just a everything but a kitchen sink a carnival thing you had. They said, this is a guy that's been really important to his career. Out comes Vince, and it's a guy in a Vince McMahon mask, but it's actually Vincent, the former million-dollar man's uh, valet. <laughs> I don't think there's anything funner to me than him immediately getting distracted and start arguing with a fan. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Right, right. <laughs> I couldn't believe I was like, they can't get this dude for literally three seconds to pay attention to what he's supposed to do without him getting into it. With a fan, right. <laughs> and then you had even that more stuff. You had Swaggle underneath the ring, and you get spots with Swaggle. And she, he, Marco Stunt. Marco Stunt gets into it, who he looks like a giant beside Swaggle. Yeah, crazy. And, then you, of course, um, Perspective, right? Green gets involved with a bunch of it. The, the clever spot where she looks like she does the swerve and hits Cardonia. 
in the cup, but it really was in the cup. Yeah. And that was the swerve part as that opens up the door for him to hurt Janela more. After it's over, we get X Pac come rolling in and it just everything but the kitchen sink. I guess X Pac is cleared to wrestle, which is good for him and scary all at the same time. I I, I don't think I felt like you felt about either show, and I think it was just because my expectations were zero. <laughs> of well, either one. You know, like like I sat down to watch good wrestling in the terminus show, and that's kind of what I got. It it wasn't a AEW show. And it and the G C W show was absolutely not an AEW show either. But or an impact show for that matter. I didn't expect either because it's indie wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw someone uh in a live thread about the the G C one G C W pay per view. They were like, Man, uh, this like this production is, is isn't awful, but like, is it usually like this? And they were like, "Oh no, of, of course it's not usually like this. It's usually way worse." <laughs> right. Well, I did think they they stuck with two cameras, and I thought that I didn't miss anything. No, 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 no. That kind of thing. You know, one thing that is great for the indie wrestling scene is that AEW, who is seen now, and to the people who love indie wrestling, WWE is not even in the picture. No, yeah. People, no. the only time they talk about that is when they lie about having seen SmackDown and it sucked, sucked, <laughs> sucked, sucked, right? They don't, they didn't even watch it, but it sucked. I haven't watched, you know, you can follow their thread. I haven't watched a WWE show in seven months. And then they, every time a WWE show's over, they talk about how bad it was. It's like, oh, wait, but okay, never mind. Point being, WWE doesn't exist to these people, really. Oh, yeah. In the reality of it. So AEW being allowing their talent to supplement their incomes and go work at these indie shows is great for the indie. I think it's mutually beneficial, especially with a lot of the the younger guys, like like a Lee Moriarty on the Terminus show. Him being... uh, Garcia, too. Garcia, too. Uh, The younger guys being able to go out there and, in addition to making more money, getting more experience... In like wrestling matches that aren't, you know, you know what I mean. Like right. if you if you work with a guy, train with a guy every week, and then you have a match with them, that's something. But if you have got to go out there, and you got to have a match with with Jim from from nowhere, well, that, that's to, totally different. To your point, your criticism of, of the Ruby match, yeah, that is something that Ruby can get better at is working with talent she doesn't work with a lot. She does have good matches with people she works with a lot. Yes. She has very good matches with people she works with a lot. I, th- I think she is. Uh, reflective of her opponent in a lot of ways right and so this is an aspect that can help her plus it gives her a chance to increase that she's such a likable personality and so she can get that grassroots she's got it but she can continue that by going around and and giving these people the viewing of 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 her work and and shaking hands afterwards and all those things you do at an indie show you also get that with garcia Who's going to be working, you know, he's working with guys better than him a lot right now in AEW. So him getting this, this is what he's going to be doing in a year or two. He's going to be trying to make guys look like him. Because that's what made him great, is he got to work with guys and they all put him over. What put him over, you know, you don't have to get over to go over. No, as, absolutely not. As the indie darling Bubba Ray Dudley stated. <laughs> one of the better parts of the show was the, uh, was the chanting of how they hated Dudley. I agree. Yeah, yeah I well, agree. dude. If you don't know what we're talking about, you're under a rock. Moxley went away for a little while. AEW, he got sober, came back, and Bubba Ray decided to tell everybody that he owed the fans an apology. I don't think Bubba Ray meant it quite like it was interpreted. I do 100% think that's one you never say. No. 
even if what you meant was it would have been better if, first of all, the, the phrase, oh, an apology shouldn't have been there. It would have been better if you just gave him an apology because you're trying, you're endearing yourself to him. Throw that out the window, Bubba. First of all, we loved him when he left. The internet filled up with well wishes the whole time he was gone. And now that he's back, we love him even more. And he... At no point should apology ever have been just even a thought in someone's mind. What? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He goes, he goes out there. And uh, yeah, the, the F Bubba. F Bubba was great, great influx of that. But moving back on to Impact is allowing their guys to work around around the country as well. I think we got, a matter of fact, I think, let's see. I kind of think that's what Ring of Honor is going to be doing as well. That they're going to rotate around having guys in other companies and on the indies. Again, with, with Mike Bennett facing Moose on the uh, Terminus show. I believe the Elite... Elite Championship Wrestling, I believe, is what they call the local wrestling in uh, Gulf Breeze, Florida. Mm-hmm. I believe Diener's going to be there really? in maybe two Saturdays, something like that. I believe. Over. Yeah, fifteen bucks a ticket. If you're, that's a little commercial. If you want to check it out, but we we've, we've been over to a couple of their shows. They're they're fun, and but again, it, here we are. You know, Diener gets to come down and be. And not only that, hey, you know what he gets to be treated like for a couple of hours. Like he's Ric Flair. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's great, too, right? You also have a ton of older wrestlers that kind of enjoy being in the spotlight and can go to these shows and sign autographs. Take a guy like Robert Fuller, who was at one of the indie shows, same company that we watched. It's been a while now where he had his autographs of it was a picture of him in Stone Cold, right? And he's the one who signs it. And yeah. you can pay a couple bucks for it and get a chance to speak to him. And then he gives a little promo, brings out his two big boys, and they wrestle. Those kind of things are good, too. Because wrestling's one of those things where it, it's a generational thing where you bring your kid there and you get to see the guy that brought you into the business while he sees a guy that will bring him into the business. And what were you going to piggyback on that about? You said you wanted to say something about. I was going to say uh, name recognition. It's huge, I think. Uh, just the... Uh the chance to go see, like, Daniel Garcia. That would sell. If Daniel Garcia was at an indie anywhere near me, I would go pay money to see it. Right. Because that's the guy who beat up Punk. That's the guy who wrestled Eddie Kingston on 2.0, TV. 2.0, right, right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's so important, and I think GCW used a lot of that uh, to sell their pay-per-view. Which, right. Which, by the way, leading into that, fight, wonderful way to watch indie wrestling. It absolutely is. Speaking of which, MLW's on fight. MLW's on fight. And we, I, for free? I had forgotten about it for whatever reason, had not gone back to it. And I saw Dario Cueto, right? Was that his name in Lucha Underground? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I think he's going by Cesar or something. I love that guy. He was the great so G, he's the greatest GM in history. Easy. Wrestling. Easy. He's so good. And they have this Aztec warfare thing they're doing there. And, Azteca Underground, I think is the, the term for it. They were fighting in what arena they were fighting in looked like a fight club environment. It, it, it was it was a little grimy. Anyway, there was a little rust on like bars, dude. It was it a, was authentic in a lot of ways. A lot of the matches were AAA matches. I I do miss. I really always enjoyed it when Impact went to Mexico City and wrestled a couple of nights yeah, in a row. You get like TJP versus Vikingo. Vikingo, that's when he got on my. Radar was watching those matches, and he is must-see television. Absolutely, dude. If, they, if there's ever a card with him, I gotta watch it. Right, right. Ever. And he was on. He was on. I, I he, he. I told you earlier. He did a move where he went from the turnbuckle to a random pole that's beside the ring. 
he shimmied up about you know two more feet and then he dives over onto the guy he's wrestling and that's that's Miles Morales. That's not that's crazy. Yeah, that's Spider Man stuff. You know, he's a superhero. He is. He is so fast and so good and so much fun. And the neat thing is with these industry, and one thing I thought GCW did a good job of is you had, well, first of all, I always enjoy ladder matches in indie shows. I always am a little terrified at them because people land weird. Like the guy who won the ladder match, he went for something high risk and he slipped and like landed weird on a ladder that was just laying there. I thought, Oh my God. And then he wound up like rolling over and winning. And I was like, well, good for you, buddy. Jeez. Cause you sure enough took the bump of the night on accident. But then there was another, the luchador match was fantastic. Unreal. Uh, El, El Gringo Loco. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gringo, Gringo Loco. Dude, it was, it was a unbelievable. I don't, I don't, I don't know all their names off the top of my head. But if I ever see those guys again, and I've seen a couple of them before. Bandito, of course you know. Of course. Um, Bandito and Roosh are, to me, the best available talent so that good. hasn't been signed. They should, they should be on every single every single show. Where is Rush? Where is Rush? He oh, He's so good. Like I, I really would wish AEW, he would show up, and him and Andrade would just go roughshod over Please. everybody. Go ahead. You were gonna say Try something. to buy every, every individual. Uh, I think at the end of the day... Uh, the availability of wrestling, whether it be through YouTube, TV, Fight, anything like that, name recognition drives indies. So if you see a guy on any of these available programs that are easy to find, easy to watch, mm-hmm. if I go see El Gringo Loco at a local show, I'll go see it. Because I'm like, dude, that guy's really cool. It drives indies. Right. It drives people to go to indies. Just, you know, just say you got an indie show where you normally get about 70, 80 people. Yeah. And you have, you, you pony up, I don't know what it costs, but you pony up and you get a Garcia to come in, you get a Ruby Soho to come in, you get somebody like that, one of them to come in because you can afford one person. If your number is 150, then maybe your next show is 120 instead of 50 Absolutely. in the number of people. Because maybe you can, maybe they can enjoy your product that day. And, enjoy, and, you know, and, and that is what you're saying is AEW and M- and impact allowing their talent to go to these places and and to have people like ROH that haven't been signed somewhere and as they're waiting to get signed can supplement their income going to a couple of these shows here and there again I'll go watch Kenny King wrestle absolutely if he's somewhere uh, Sean Taylor I'll go watch those guys wrestle you know those guys are great Bandito Roosh you know if, if those guys want to anywhere around anywhere. I, you know you're going to go watch them and the cool thing is that gives the local wrestling company Two hours to sell you on coming back, you know, and that's and hey, I love going to house shows. I love going to. I haven't had the opportunity to do an, to do an AEW event. I, I'm kind of looking forward to it when I do get the opportunity to do it. But there's something cool about an indie wrestling show. There's something yeah, so absolutely. you know, I, and I felt it in my heart when I started watching the GCW show, especially with the Battle Royale. I was like, man, this really is just a ragtag group of guys. I yeah, like, man, I, I felt it in my heart. I was like, I get the appeal, right? But there's also, but GCW is a it's a big time indie promotion. Yes, it's it's you big. Know, their champion is John Moxley. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know. I mean, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. You know, he's he's. As big a deal as there is in pro wrestling. Because they never broke up. Never. The Shield never broke up. No. <laughs> Put your fist in. Let's yes, go. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, is that... Well, hold on. Let's let's go into, though. 
Did you enjoy that MLW show we watched earlier today? Yeah, that's pretty good. It was good. Have you been enjoying? Uh, you, you haven't watched Impact yet, have you? Not recently. Since it started I, back up. I need up. to because Jay White's going to be on there more. And Jay White's probably my favorite wrestler. Dude, Jay White, the Tongans, and uh, Chris Bay. Bay are together now on the show. Like, I think, I want to say the last episode, they were all out there together. And it's on. Dude. I'm, Those are the best. I mean, Chris Bay is the best young talent easy. out there. That dude's unreal. Right. And then you have the Tongans are... You know, them and, the, them and the Briscoes are the best tag team not in a company in the last, well, not in the WWE. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> not in the WWE in the last 20 years. Yeah. And here they are on Impact Television. What? Technically, Tongalo was in WWE, but that's splitting hairs at a certain point. They weren't a tag team in WWE. I think he said, what was it? He, was like, he talked about that. He yeah. talked about how that cup of coffee wouldn't. He got like beat up by the Undertaker or something. That, that was all she wrote, right? <laughs> but Jay White, money. I thought Jay White was the best heel in the biz, outside of the E, and many times inside of the E, if you include him. Over the last five years, whenever his run against Okada came up, you know, I thought this guy is incredible. And to see him get a shot at maybe doing some things, I don't know how much. New Japan will allow him to stick around. But if we could get him in a couple of matches and get a couple of seven, eight promos from him, it would be really cool. Because he's the guy. He's the dude. He is. uh, He hasn't, I think, since he got stuck over in the States, right? He lives in the States. The reason I'm pretty sure the reason he doesn't go back to New Japan is because he doesn't want to get stuck over there. (laughs) Right. Which the way travel restrictions are and the way that even Japan is currently handling it is up in the air in a lot of ways. Right. Uh, So, yeah, I think it's cool that he's getting to stick around here for a little while. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it would be, actually, you know, without the pandemic, we don't get this invasion into impact. I think that the pandemic has made a lot of bedfellows that might not have been bedfellows because all of a sudden everybody kind of needed a little something to push the ratings envelope. I don't know how well the AEW move into impact worked. I do think that the new Japan stuff with the guys stateside has helped everybody out. Felt like like every time a new Japan guy walked onto an AEW set, it felt big. It was awesome. You Ishii, know. Ishii, Ishii, got, and Kenta. You know, Kenta. The Kenta jumping. Mo- it was great. Awesome. Yeah. So is that a wrap? That's a wrap. All right. That's it. That, so we think the state of indie wrestling is pretty good right now. Uh, I think it's it's got the setup to be very healthy. I think that the pandemic hurt it more than anybody probably even realizes. But the infrastructure was in place pre and post, and then you had all these people figuring out ways to promote themselves in order to make a little money here and there during the time period which it couldn't work. And so then all of a sudden, when when people were allowed to go do things, and I also think crowds want to go do things. Crowds are really I fans I want to go to local shows because they just want to be out of the house, right? And that helps, especially if it's good. <laughs> you know, if it's good, it's, it helps that too, right? Absolutely. Everybody figuring out how to create their own brand because you're not just getting a paycheck at the end of the week anymore. Oh, yeah. It hurt short term. And, and I, can't, I can't ever overstate how bad it hurts to miss paychecks. Yeah, God. But when everything opened up again, you have everybody able to run their own commercial for what they're doing this weekend. And that's pretty cool. 
so that's worked out good. So for me, KP, this is my man Jared. Check out our friends at Daily Smart. Check out our friends at the Game Project, the G-I-N-N Project.com. And go home. Go home. Copyright 2022.